0: I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The is to call tonight 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. That is toll free. Uh, You can also call it After Hours, if you want, to leave behind messages of praise, criticisms, whatever you want to say to us. That line is available 24-7, 866-536-7469. But when we're on the air, we pick it up and uh, listen to you toll-free. So be sure to remember that. So everything around us. It's changing at such a rapid speed that it's easy to get overwhelmed and it's easy to stick to what you know. But sometimes it can be more of a matter of being stuck with what you know. I feel that way a lot you know, with stuff that I've accumulated in my head over the years. I've often been told that I talk about things that most people haven't even heard of before. Needless to say, this is something that I'm very proud of in a lot of ways. Because I'm also the type of person who believes that a lot of people have never really taken the time to realize that the world is much bigger than what a compartmentalized media can report about. And there was a time, it wasn't very long ago, that we lived in a linear world. Everything happened in pretty much a straight line. And changes were not abrupt. We weren't pivoting all the time. We pivot from one crisis to another crisis to another crisis. It just seems like every time there's the new crisis, the polycrisis is what they called it at uh, Davos. And... The option of burying your head in the sand is not going to be an option anymore. Millions of people are going to have to retool, re-educate, and even think heavy about their future and what threats are looming in the shadows. I mean, the world is changing faster than ever before, but that doesn't mean that we aren't being acclimated to it. I mean, it's truly a testament to the ability of humans to adapt to just about any circumstance. We have more food, wealth, and life-saving technologies than anyone in our history. And yet, they want to take all that away. They want the wealth to they want the wealth to go away. They want the food to go away. They want scarcity. Life saving technologies are only for the rich, not for the poor. And then of course entertainment information, you have to pay for it. And that's the way it has to be now because, you know, people want convenience. And convenience costs money. It really does. I mean it's it's just the I I woke up to that three, four years ago. I realized that, you know, a lot of the things I'd been paying for to keep the show on the air and everywhere, I, I, I just I couldn't afford to pay that anymore. So I had to find new ways to put stuff away. And if people wanted it, they could request it on demand, they call it. So. As as we have been acclimating to how the world is now, I think I think we forget how strange it is. I think some of us do. I mean, most of the majority, those who listen to this program, know how strange it gets because we talk about high strangeness every night, and we know that things are more strange now than they have been in previous eras. I, I guess maybe you could call the, or you could say that the uh, the medieval times were probably the most peculiar, and of course the you know health was kind of bizarre and backwards and you know go out for a good bleeding because you had a cold but you know as we were saying the other night with the whole core story and everything that the paradigm is shifting the veil is lifting events are baffling i i shake my head and i wonder you know how is it all this is happening we, we all seem to concede that all of the massive change can be attributed to god angels demons aliens devils uh you know and all these conclusions are the accepted insanity for the moment. And as for any 14 out there listening to me tonight, not, right now, any 14 will tell you this is purely business as usual in the apocalypse, and business will continue as long as there are people pushing for an eschaton, or a second coming of Jesus, or the coming of Mahdi, or the magical deliver, or the magic touch, who knows? That's what everybody's waiting for. They're waiting for someone to show up to save the day, a deus ex machina, I guess you could call it. Admittedly, events that are showing up in the news right now appear to be similar to what we have seen in the movies—the dreams and nightmares, as we talked about last night—are manifesting in unbelievable events. And these events, for the most part, we're saying—you know—the media sometimes says that they're eerily biblical. We have earthquakes. We got an eclipse coming up in October. We got, you know, the idea that stars are going to explode, planets are going to collide. Planet X, I mean, visits from angels, demons, aliens, space elders, the brothers of Elohim, as they said in the the, uh, World Economic Forum. I mean, all these events are part of a universal core belief. It's all within us, right? It's this core belief that exists in the three major monotheistic religions, and this leaves the people of the world in a very vulnerable position. Because people in power are very capable of using the various prophecies from Nostradamus, the Quran, the Talmud, and the Bible as blueprints for control, and they can be used socially to engineer true believers into a virtual Armageddon that would not be questioned now that we have been subjected to religious extremism and have been told that natural catastrophes are signs of the times. The signs of the times, of course, is overused. It's an axiom that is overused in the apocalypse, but it doesn't stop us from using it when bad things happen to people in mass I mean, the bigger the calamity, the more we move closer to Armageddon, right? When bad seeds are planted, the devil's harvest is at hand, and there will be those weak-minded individuals that will call for the purge of people who have beliefs that are different from theirs. Jews, Muslims, and Christians, they're all awaiting the flashpoint of, well, either a paradise or seven-year t- tribulation. I mean, they don't know what turmoil this is going to cause. They don't know how much pain it's going, to, it's going to bring. And yet people all over the world are saying that it's all coming and many are looking forward to the carnage of Armageddon. Bring it on. I know that God wins. Well, you know, yeah, God may win, but what's your place in all this? Are you going to be crushed to death by a tank or are you going to be blown to smithereens by a nuclear bomb? I mean, this to me, having this attitude of I give up, I, I think is a sick celebration or it's a, it's a sick welcoming of death. I'm fine. I'm fine with dying in the future and not trying because I know who's going to win. That's a cop out. You know, it's like it's like the tortoise and the hare, the rabbit and the tortoise. Right? The rabbit says, well, "I'm going to win this race. And I don't have to do anything." Well, the tortoise won. The tortoise won because everybody was so cocksure of what's going to happen in the future because they say, "Well, it's all in the Bible. I know what's happening. I know how it all ends." But then we have the elite. Okay. And the elites barely hide their intentions, and now it appears they honor other things that we're going to get into tonight on Ground Zero. 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. you just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month. And there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.